Unfortunately, I'm starting this episode with some sad news. The previous episode, I was able to interview a Mr. Frank McCartney, and he was extremely helpful, and I was honored to be able to have his support. But as of this morning, he has passed away. The report is that he died in his sleep. It's very unfortunate, and my heart goes out to his family and all who knew him. I only had one real conversation with him, but I could tell that he was a genuinely good person. Is it a coincidence that nearly a day after he informed me about the incredibly unethical actions of Abstract that he was found dead in his sleep? I don't know, but it is quite the coincidence. This has motivated me even more so. He mentioned that telling me about this organization would be dangerous for me, implying that it would be dangerous for him as well, meaning he gave his last few words alive to this cause and I'm not going to let him die in vain. I started a website dedicated to him and the man that he was. In bold form, right on the main page is the question, what do you know about Abstract? It's a call to action. If anyone feels any empathy towards Frank McCartney and has info on the company, I have begged them to contact me. Well, I'm happy to inform you that within two hours of having the website up, I've gotten over 20 emails. Info on the previous base of operations, the amount of employees who worked there, and most notably, a phrase that keeps popping up. The phrase is, body, mind, eternity. Most claiming it to be the slogan, the sort of chant for those who worked on the inside. And though this information has helped brighten the light Frank started to shine, it hasn't pushed this investigation past what Frank has told us. No, The next interview that needs to happen is one with a man who is notorious for being, quite frankly, a monster, a criminal, a murderer, the undisputed arch-nemesis of Ultraman, the Tin Man. My name is Cliff Martin, and this is a seven-part series where I look into and investigate not necessarily the murders committed by famed superhero Ultraman. No, we're going to look into the reason behind the crime. Before the murders, Ultraman was the world's superhero. He was the light that shined for all of us. So, if he was the light, then Tin Man was the darkness. His real name is Douglas Kennedy. His birthplace, to this point, has been unknown. Family, also unknown. He sort of came out of nowhere, starting with smaller petty crimes like robbing a gas station or taking a woman's purse, Eventually, he joined the New York-based gang called the Jesters, where he was involved with bigger crimes in scale. Uh, Now, he was robbing banks and assaulting police officers. Pretty soon, 
he would rise the ranks of their gang and become the official leader. Within four years of him becoming the gang lord, their small gang became the New York mob. Frank Costello, Al Capone, and now Douglas Kennedy. It is a sad world in which we live. It breaks my heart to see young men and women throwing away their lives. For what? Money? An obsession with rebellion? Are we not taught from our parents and from school superiors to grow up cherishing morality? Or are those days behind us? Douglas Kennedy is now becoming an infamous gangster, and yet he roams free on the street. The same street you and I walk down every day to pick up a newspaper, to pick up our children. Please do not let your guard down. He is dangerous, and he will not hesitate to hurt you. And most of this information was not really a secret at the time. Through bribes and fear, the jesters kept tight control over the potential opposition they might face. Bribing lawyers and police officers and judges, every corrupt official was in their pocket. Douglas Kennedy started to be known as the King of New York, ruling with his royal jesters. And to this point, he had not faced any real resistance until Ultraman came along. Douglas had the support of corrupt officials, but Ultraman had the support of everyone else. They took action finding drugs, stolen money, and enough ammo to put Douglas away for years to come. That was the plan, anyways. But, as history has taught the good guys, it's not always that simple. On the first day at court for the prosecution of Douglas Kennedy, they found that every single bit of evidence had been tampered with by a rival gang called the Ashes. Douglas Kennedy had been released and all charges dropped. The very first day. After walking out of the courthouse in his million-dollar suit to enter into his million-dollar car, a random reporter yelled out to him, You have no heart. To which he replied, Neither did the Tin Man. And the rest became history. Douglas Kennedy was no longer known as the King of New York, but the Tin Man. He would commit crimes, Ultraman would try to stop him. And the game went on and on. And for comic books and movies, a hero versus his nemesis is exciting and interesting. But when it's real life, it's horrendous. So many lives lost and ruined because Tin Man wanted to be a famous villain. It became more and more obvious that he was not just an angry criminal, but a merciless psychopath. Finally, however, after years of an unending cat and mouse chase, it was not Ultraman who defeated him, it ended up being Tin Man turning himself in. He claimed he had lost focus of what he really wanted in life and that he was done. He would have gotten the death penalty if he was not deemed a psychopath. He did, however, get sentenced to 500 years in prison. He was taken to the most secured prison in the world, Pagador. Now in his 60s, he stays there waiting to die. Since he turned himself in over 20 years ago, he has not attempted to escape nor has he made any impact on the outside world. Completely isolated from other inmates, he spends his days reading classic novels and listening to his vintage record player. And not much else. 
Thanks to my interview with Mr. McCartney, I now know that Tin Man was not just a clever criminal, but he was a criminal with superpowers. What he possesses, I have no clue, but I aim to find out. Mr. Martin, do you mind it at all if I play my records as we talk? Um, yeah, that's fine. Thank you very much. You see, I'm simply lost without my music. It's very calming, and it helps me focus. What about you? How do you increase your ability to comprehend thought? Uh, I, I like to take drives, you know, drive around, maybe listen to some music. Hmm. A barrier to the outside world, a free moment in space to just be. Yes, I could see where some might fancy a car ride or a gifted bicycle to roll along through a town. Listen, Mr. Kennedy... You and I both know I am not here for small talk. Oh dear. You must have forgotten one of my simple, easy requirements to follow for this interview. Right. Sorry. Tin Man. Thank you. Okay. So, long story short... I know about Abstract. And this makes you unique, somehow? It makes me aware. I want to know what changed for John Sims. What made him do what he did. (laughs) You can't even say what he did. You're ashamed. If you want the truth, you have to accept every part of this. Otherwise, you're on another hamster wheel. You and I both know what he did, and that's not the point. The point? Ah, the point is you need to know why a lion kills a wildebeest. A lion kills for food. A man does not kill another man for food. But, if you could ask a lion why he did such a horrible thing, the lion would say, because I'm evil. Would you believe him? No. Because you have already made up your mind about why he did it. At that point, it doesn't matter. But just because people assume why he killed them, it doesn't mean it's the right reason. But the wildebeest is dead, is it not? And (laughs) so is the lion. Abstract. That is what we're talking about. Do you understand me? Oh, he does have some fire in him. So, you and Ultraman were cloned and made from this organization. They made you and gave you superpowers. Then at a certain point, they gave you two good parents to be raised as superheroes. Ultraman lived in South Dakota and you in New York. How am I doing so far? Go on. Ultraman became the world's superhero and you, for some reason, became a villain. You turned yourself in, and eventually Ultraman killed four elderly people in a nursing home. Clearly, 
If the two successful experiments from this place eventually became killers, something must have gone wrong. Very interesting story. I'll humor you. Yes, we both came from this company, and we both had superpowers. What is your superpower? I do not like to be interrupted. Even if I am locked up in here, I still deserve an ounce of respect. I'm sorry. Orchard Man was placed in a beautiful home with parents who loved him. And he was raised to be a good, honest man. Or in other words, he was rich. I, on the other hand, got the short end of the stick. Placed in a poor family in a gang-ruled part of a dangerous city, I had nothing, Mr. Martin, where he had everything. First of all, he wasn't raised by two parents, it was just him and his mother. Oh, really? Hmm. And second, he wasn't rich. I mean, they had more than enough, but nothing crazy. That family had everything they wanted. Look up how much their land is worth in your free time. But regardless, I had no chance at a good life. So you ended up in a tougher situation. Tougher? Tougher. <laughs> Listen closely, Mr. Martin. There is no hero without a villain. They knew that. They wanted one hero, and that was enough. But for him to have a worthy villain, I could not have a life of ease. No, I was put in the depths of darkness from the beginning. So I repeat, I had no chance. Okay, okay. I admit it, that if they really did put you in a terrible environment so that you would grow up as a criminal, that is truly awful, and I'm sorry. You know, when I was little, my so-called father, he pushed me into the wall because I was standing too close to him. My so-called mother, you know what she did? She just laughed and laughed. Because I suppose she was happy that she wasn't the one being pushed against the wall. And I suppose after a while, you just get sick of being pushed. So I'm guessing the fact that Ultraman had a better life, it caused you to hate him, right? I mean, I get it. I would be upset too. I'll admit it wasn't fair, but we had a special bond that could never be destroyed. A bond? Yes. A strong force holding atoms together in a molecule or crystal resulting from the sharing or transfer of electrons. Or a close friendship. A bond. You mean, you two were friends? It's so much more complicated, yet too simple to explain. 
If Abstract was capable of putting you in an environment where you would turn evil, I mean, do you think that they could have done the same thing to John? To make him evil? Mr. Martin, I am humoring you to the best of my abilities, but I am getting tired of playing along to this game. I'm afraid I don't understand. What game? <sighs> the game where I tell you what you want to hear, and I say what you want me to say. You ask if all of this nonsense about Abstract and me and Ultraman is true, and I humor you, you humor your game, and I say, it was, and that you're so close, but you're not even close. You think you know the truth, but you don't. All right, then stop humoring me. What is the truth? That's all I want. The truth, the truth is that we were not from abstract. No, we lived in a faraway universe that is only a footstep away. A place where all your dreams can come true. Another world, another dimension, where love does not die. A mirror dimension? Exactly. Where is this other place? Right in front of you. Don't you ever wonder what happens when you turn away from your reflection? Don't you ever wonder who's looking back at you? I'm sorry, but that just seems too unreal. But it's not, Mr. Martin. It's the closest thing to reality that we have. It was the real world, and it was beautiful. All right, I'll humor you then. What is this place? Oh dear, it's so sad that you don't remember. You see, we all lived there. You, and me, and him. All of us, together. I see. And what is this place called where we all came from, hmm? What's the name of this dimension? <laughs> it's not for love, not for loss, it's not for pain or lack thereof. If you stay, I'll help you still to Ha 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 